Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session, and Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio on a less than wonderful winter day in Cleveland. So, good to have you here, man. Um, how you doing? I'm good, man. Good. Um, yeah, I just, I, you know, when I came in, I told you I hate this time of year. Um, there's, you know, snow and wet and heat's on in your car with, the, you know, defrost on, and then, and then you got to turn it off because you get too hot, and then your windows fall. I just, oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> and it... Around here lately, it's like it's bitterly cold, and then it's fifty-five degrees two days later. It's like okay, yeah. this is normal. and then you know, and and you know, so there are people listening. Oh, why don't you move? It's like, well, where the fuck am I going to move? Right, right. I mean, because it's like this is a very affordable place to live, which is the biggest key point. But also, like, I don't want to go to California. Fires, drought, earthquake, now floods. Homeless, have, you have you seen any of the flooding flood? down there? Yes. Oh, oh my god. Right. Like, I mean, California, you've got beaches. But every time I turn on the news, it sounds like a apocalyptic hellscape. <laughs> I mean, like, like no, no, seriously, like fire, right? fires, fire, famine, drought, flood. Like, how do you have fire and drought and floods all at the same time? Right. Like, I, I just like, no. So I'll pass on California. Florida's got hurricanes uh, and Ron DeSantis. So, <laughs> you know, pass and pass. Texas, uh, there's too many things to list there. Right. Like, I just, I don't know. So Ohio's, you know what, Cleveland's, Cle Cleveland's actually a great place to live if you can get through the winters, which aren't frankly that I mean, right. Bad. They're not nearly as bad it's as just like Minnesota you're, you're or anno Buffalo. You're annoyed. You're not like you know. Right. I mean, because we could be snowed in, right? Like, Gee, what, would, what would that be like? Well, I know that's what I'm just saying. I mean, like, you know, you get I got three, in three feet, four feet, six feet of snow in Buffalo or Minnesota, Detroit, something like that. No, I mean, this is this is a place you just got to deal with the shit. All right, man. Let's let's get into it. Um, so, if you haven't heard, I don't know how you haven't, but a bunch of documents, some of which were classified, some of which were classified top secret, were found in a former office of Joe Biden and some in his garage. Um, this is such great red meat for the right wing. It's, first of all, compared to the Trump hold thing, on, it's not apples stop, to apples. Stop, stop, stop. Nope, we're not doing that. What are we doing? We're not doing the, oh, it's not apples to apples. It's, it's not. No, stop. We got to start with what it is. Okay. Go ahead. One, you find him in his garage, and then you find him in an office that isn't the White House and isn't a place that is managed by the archives or archive, our gatekeeper, whatever. Right. Like, first and foremost, just acknowledging what it is. It's like, again, it's the same thing. Like, you took the records out, you didn't fo follow the proper process, and they're, like, there's a law against it. Just, like, I think you have to start there. Okay. Right. You have to start. Like, you can't immediately jump to the. Well, this doesn't exonerate oh, Trump. That's, right. Like, and it's not apples. Like, no. Yeah, you have not. to. No. Okay. It's not. But you have to go through the proper analysis. First of all. First of all, I fucking told y'all about Joe Biden. I fucking told you he's a fucking dipshit. And here you go again. This guy repeatedly steps on his own dick. How hard is it to leave the White House papers in the fucking office? What is it with you fucking old white guys? Why do you have to take all the paper? Leave the paper in the office. We don't have these problems. Jesus. I, I, okay. I, I do not have an explanation for why this happened. Because right? I agree like, with you. I mean, like, it's it, so, like, again, 
there is a law, pre the presidential record, whatever. Yep. You got to keep those documents in the White House. So, Trump, you fucked it up, and we think you fucked it up because you were trying to hide a whole bunch of shit. Biden, you fucked it up too, right? Now, here's the thing. Where they're different, Biden absolutely fucked up by taking this shit out. And there is an issue, and it has to be investigated. Absolutely. Sorry, Democrats. Sorry, Biden. Sorry, whoever. Hold on, though. But Hold on. just wait. Let me get through it. So you fucked up. You take the stuff out. You put it. Why is it in your garage? Why would you leave it in your vice presidential whatever office? And why does that place even exist? But whatever. Um, and then the, now the, this is where the difference is. You find them, right? FBI, DOJ, they asked for them back, and they did give them back, yeah. right? And this this also didn't just happen. This happened back in, like, they found this stuff back in, like, November or October or whatever. Yep. So, you know, like, that's that's where it's different, right? Like, it was found. Oh, here you go. Made a mistake. Gave it back. Now, because of Trump, though, you do have to do, you have to, you, you have to make it look, the optics need to look the same. So you put your special master investigator person right. on it, master inspector, whoever, yeah. special, special master, counsel whatever, in this case. I don't know. I think you put this person on it, and they have to investigate it, and probably doesn't come back with anything. And, and here's some other key differences, right? We actually wouldn't have known about the issues with Trump if Trump didn't talk about them, right? Trump is the one who told us that, oh, the FBI and the DO Department of Justice is picking on me because they want me to give these documents back. We gave them back, right? Like, no one would have even known that he took the shit out, but because the DOJ was like, hey, we need this shit back, and he can't not be the center of attention, right? And he was, so then he screams and yells that the DOJ is asking him for stuff. He's saying what he did do. Then he find out that he didn't do. So then they fucking raid his place. And then he makes a big deal about that, which also we wouldn't have known about the raid had he not told us about it. And when we called it a raid on the show, you actually objected to that term. Because right, it raid implies bashing down a door with right. a with a and they literally said, knock, knock, open your fucking right. door. We're coming in. It was, I, and, 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 and you also fired to not wear FBI yeah, jackets. They did, so they didn't wear identifying like FBI agent jackets. They were actually very discreet about it. And then Trump is the one who made it a big deal. So again, like there are key differences between Trump and Biden. That yes. is true. But where like where you have to start with this is Joe, you fucked up. Right? 100%. Right? Like and and, and that's like cuz that's not where you like you immediately went to the it's not apples to apples to Trump it, it, and it doesn't it, exactly it, like which is fine and and we can go through that, but you have to acknowledge if we are right. being objective that Biden fucked up. Like, yeah, uh, has to start there. One hundred percent, he fucked up, and in, in, in a way that makes I absolutely no. Told y'all, <laughs> in a way that makes no sense, he fucked up because why would you have documents that have been irrelevant to you for six years, right? These are these are things that were from his vice presidential times. So how? I mean, literally, I. Right, I'm well known for not getting rid of things. I have boxes in my basement of shit that has probably moved from. North Carolina. I am really clean. curious on how you're about to try to justify No, this. well, I'm not trying. Quit jumping to conclusions and putting words in my mouth. I'm no, 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 Justifying shit. you. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's no, that's no, what no, I'm no, curious no. to see how you're going to explain this. Well, what I'm going to say is that I, I, I admittedly have boxes of shit in my basement that have probably not been opened for 10 years. And people would say, why the fuck don't you get rid of it? And the answer is, 
It's my shit. Leave me the fuck alone. Now, I don't have any classified documents that I'm aware of. But that's how I see this going I don't down. know if I agree with that. I just know what you do for a living. I can easily see something. Oh, you know what? Okay. Not, not government classified documents. I guarantee... All right. Fuck. Um, I know, you know not what? so oh, fast, oh, my oh, friend. Hold on. You are correct. I have documents issued to me by clients in my office that are absolutely irrelevant to anybody, and I just lost four fucking contracts thanks to you. Thanks to the four people who are going to hire me that listen to our show. Anyway... My point being that the, the major differences are the Biden team went, oops, we fucked up. And I, I feel bad for whoever legal aid or whatever was going through Biden's shit opens up a binder and goes, are you fucking kidding me? Can you imagine having that job? Like, yeah. now I've got to be the one yes. who says, hey, someone tell the boss <laughs> you just did what Trump is being grilled for. While Trump deserves everything he got, like you said, it was all uh, mine, mine, mine. And then when they took his shiny toy away he threw a tantrum mm -hmm. whereas biden went <laughs> let's let's say one thing that biden did that is awesome it's right next to my 67 corvette what a terrible is that a humble brag of brag fuck up i i don't know what that is I, so but it's a sweet looking car well first of all it's it's one of my favorite corvettes but i like hey i might have fucked up but i got a bad I got a car right? huh anybody want anybody else in the cars you over there? <laughs> you look like a Mustang guy. <laughs> like, what the he, fuck with this guy? Said that, oh, oh my, my god! god. Uh, but <laughs> I guess if I had a '67 vet and I could work it into an official government conversation, eh. Like, By the way, I love the way those cars look, but I've driven a few old vets and they are not comfortable no, at they're all. Not. They're, they're not. just beautiful. Although there is a new, like, so there's a couple, there's, and I'm sure there's more than one, but because uh, I have a friend who was actually looking at it, where they take the body. But right. they put in all updated new parts. So I would love that. You know, like you you get a, a like you get an old charger, right? A sixty seven, sixty eight charger, right? And then, but you drop like a, a new like Hellcat or Demon engine in it, with you know all the modern. I want with, modern right. comforts and the you know. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like I, I, like people, you know, antique car guys are like, well, you can't put a new radio in there. Fuck you. Yes, I can. I absolutely like. I love the style of the car. Right? right, like, and if you can give me an engine that gives me the rumble, like, I actually don't want, uh, you yeah. know, a '57 Chevy engine. You know why? Because it was like a really, really gas inefficient. It was really not a great, and it was really fast, right, in a short block of time. But there, now there's cars that are a lot faster that aren't even really built for street, right? right? Like, I, I, it's I, a classic I, antique, but uh, we're, we're, we're still getting off topic. But I, know, I love sorry. it. No, sorry, yeah. I started. I think, but it's Joe Biden's fault. <laughs> You know, next to these documents was a 67 Corvette. Um, the, I, I heard someone do an electric car, like like taking old beat-up Teslas and putting that stuff in one of those. That would be phenomenal. But again, we're getting way off topic. But yeah, I've not heard any left-wing media object to a special counsel being appointed for this. And they made a point on MSNBC of saying the special counsel was a Trump appointee. I'm sure that was a political calculation. Um, you know, and... I mean, I, look, I think for this is likely a nothing burger, right? Now, maybe, who knows? Right. Maybe there are some documents in there that, you know, like, it brings something to light. But, I mean, chances are it's probably not. But it, maybe there is something in there. And, I, look, if, if he did something wrong. Right, hold him accountable. Right, hold him accountable. First, and, and he did, first of all, by those documents not going through the proper channels and just being in his garage. Um, you know, I, I think the vice president's 
office, like that one, I feel like there may be a little bit of gray area because I, I don't know what that office is, right? Like, so I don't know. I, I, don't, I also don't know where it is, right? I didn't really look into that. Um, so I'm not quite, I, I, that one I don't understand quite as much only because it feels like it's a, it seems like it's an official, like, government right. place. Right, right. Like, so I, I guess there's just questions about, uh, about that. But, you know, the stuff in his garage, like, what are, you, what are you doing? Why is that there? And then so you look at it, you figure out what it is. Um, if there's something, if there's some wrongdoing beyond just taking the documents out, I think that needs to be exposed as well. Um, you know, I, I have no issue with holding leaders accountable, no matter whether they're in the party that I vote for or not. Right. I mean, and, and I'm well documented as not being a Biden fan, but I also, I don't want to see him just taken down for the sake of being taken down, but I also don't want to see him given a pass just for the sake of saying, well, it's not as bad as what Trump did. Right. Oh, I agree. Right. And, and I got to say this. I am really annoyed with Biden on this because he, again, it's red meat. I listen to But the problem is, is that it, it, like, the, it happened a long time ago. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, c- comparatively, right? Because, I mean, he's been, like, he was, well, he came into office in 2020, 2021 or whatever. Yep. Um, but he was vice president. Um, like he Until left 2016, office. yeah. Right, like he left off. So chances are, like this happened in 2016, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this, it, it, but again, one of the, like I just, I was never a fan of his. We're like clear. from a we're, political we're standpoint yes. and everything else. And I just felt like, you know, for, especially for the, the you know, these progressives and Democrats, I'm like, look, this is not your guy. Right, like, and everybody is just like, well, he was the one who was supposed to win, and or could win, and could only one who could beat Trump. He's the only one who could beat Trump because that's what we said, right? Like, ultimately, people had to vote, right? And then the media, those to be, said it's got to be Biden, right? There were plenty of other people who, if you strip all the media bullshit away, were plenty capable of doing the job. But we decided that we wanted to go with this guy because we felt most comfortable with this guy. But our reasoning for doing so was ass backwards. Let's just be honest. Well, I mean, right? the, the reason right. we did so was exactly He's what you said. He's fucking 100 years old. This is not the right guy who should be running the country right now. Right? But was the right we guy went with Trump. him. We, we, but again, Trump wasn't, the, Trump wasn't the right guy either, right? Like, we're picking these people Agreed. for all the wrong reasons. Agreed. Right? And we're saying, well, he's the right guy to beat Trump because we're saying he is. Right, like I mean, but well, history proves it to be true, though. I mean, the fear for the Democratic Party was it was going to be Biden or Bernie Sanders, who's also a hundred years old. Right, and Bernie Sanders. I, I didn't want fucking Bernie. I, I, know, I know you didn't. Who did you want though? At one point, you wanted Kamala Harris. Uh, yeah, I mean, she she did a the, good the, job of killing that for me. Yeah, pretty the, quick, the bloom came, the bloom came off that rose. Um, yeah, but I just what I'm saying is like uh, we we uh, like okay, you can't go back, you can't undo it. Um. I, I feel I, I don't know how much more he has to do to get him to realize that he shouldn't run. Um, I don't know what the DNC is going to do. Like they have, like they, ha- they he cannot run in twenty twenty four, right? And I'm not saying because no. of this, but this is just one of many reasons why this guy should not be running, right? Again, agreed. Right? All right, you served your purpose. You were the only one who could be Trump in twenty twenty no. or twenty sixteen, whatever it was. Okay, okay congratulations. <clears throat> I refuse to believe that again, though. He's not going to. He's not going to get reelected. I just, that just won't happen. I, I'll bet a stake I, on that. I, I would. He's going to see some primary competition, and I think I use he's the, better. 
I, I use this as an he anecdote. Better, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? If he doesn't as, see primary competition, I, at that point, then I can no longer vote Democrat. I just well, can't. Well, if you don't, say, if you don't, if you get him out, and if you can't get him to do it the dignified way and just step down and just say, hey, let the young kids have it, then, then, then you have to force him out with the primary. And if you don't do it and you're not willing to do it because of some bullshit incumbents always win and he's our best choice like he's no longer your best choice to beat anybody no i mean i use this as an anecdotal <clears throat> thing but my mom who is as liberal as it gets and is 74 years old said to me this guy can't run again <laughs> i mean flat out said i didn't you know and i think that that's the prevailing feeling i also am 100 percent sure at one point when he was originally campaigning he said i'm going to run for one term I Stop. guarantee you said that. That doesn't matter. It, well, it doesn't matter more, anymore because he's reversed it. But <laughs> like, um, I mean, right. right. And, and well, that, that annoys me because, like, dude, you were the, I'm going to come in, save the day, and then, you know, pass the baton to someone who's nice and youthful like a 65-year-old. I, I don't remember ever making that as a he didn't say all affirmative statement. He didn't about say all, all that other stuff. But sure, I, well, I just, I don't remember him even making the affirmative statement that he was only going to run once. I remember him dancing around it, maybe implying it or whatever. Right. But the, the point is... Um, he can't run again. He no. can't run again. Yeah. Right? And I mean, this I agree. whole document thing, I think, is just another sort of notch in the belt as to why. Sure. You know, um, you know who do you replace him with? I don't know. Let's see who, sh let's see who shakes out. You know, I mean, you know. We should do an episode purely on 2024 potential candidates, but we, I haven't prepped for that, and I'm guessing you haven't either, so. Yeah, I and mean, we should it's wait until it's closer it's, to 2024. Yeah, it's just, I mean, like, we literally just got into 2023. Um, Agreed. So, I mean, I think we need give it a couple months. No, I think maybe November-ish yeah. of, of 23, a year out. All right, man, let's move on because George Santos is now getting exactly what we called for, and that is pressure from mostly um, regional uh, Republican leaders to say, you got to step down. Well, but it's the reason why, right? Like, so the whole, what's interesting is they, it's not the lying about his entire life right <laughs> that's not the part that they're actually pushing for that they're pushing against right what they're pushing against is that he himself made like a seven hundred thousand donation to his own campaign and the question is like because the money looks like it ties back to him doing some tax fraud tax evasion ill-gotten gains sort of deal um and it, it just it looks fishy so they're investigating him and it, it Chances are it doesn't end well, right? Like, once they really get their teeth into that investigation, I mean, this guy has lied about so much. I just find it hard to believe that he honestly, legitimately earned that $700,000 and that it's a legitimate campaign donation. What's funny is he got interviewed by Matt Gates. <laughs> you know, Matt Gates was just like, hey, man, they're asking some questions about this donation you made to your campaign. Why don't you clear up where that money came from, right? And Santos goes to the, I'll tell you where it didn't come from. Right. It didn't come from China. Right. It didn't come from Ukraine. It didn't come from Burisma. That's where it didn't come from, right? And even Matt Gates was like, okay, you didn't really answer the question, so... And that's where it ended, because Matt Gates folded like a cheap tent. Well, no, I mean, he kind of, like, he gave him an opportunity to go through it again, and then Santos goes back to the, yeah, it didn't come from Russia or China. Like some of these other people, we know where they get their money. You know right. what I'm saying? You with yep. me, brother? And Matt Gates. Then he let it go. Um, I mean, this guy is... Look... He's another one. He's a clown. He's a buffoon. It's all, now this one. He this one. He's too obvious, right? To the point yeah. where everyone's like, "All right, like." And now everyone is just kind of like, "We need like because what you." The problem is there's 
you can't force him out because he's a liar, because he lied on his resume, unfortunately. That's not a crime, to lie on your resume about being something no. you're not, right? I mean, it, it shows poor it's, judgment, it shows all, all these other things, but you, it's not actually an actionable offense, right? Okay? <clears throat> so that's, and, and the right thing would be for him to step down, but in this day and age, we literally live in an age of no shame. Right, and that it's is just, clearly true. <laughs> you know, like we just live in an absolute age of no shame, um, and so that's not going to be why you get him out. But this whole thing with the campaign donation and where that money came from—that is the thing. But we have to actually do the investigation, follow the paper trail, and figure out where the money came from, and that's where you build the case where then you can remove him. The issue that the Republicans have, obviously, is that they don't want to lose a seat, but at the same time. You can't have this guy in there if you find out that the money is dirty. Have him in there literally delegitimizing, you know, your platform even more. Um, and knowing that he's just such an easy, low-hanging fruit and target, you, I think they've come to the realization that they have to sacrifice him. But they want to make sure they do it the right way. Well, they've, they've asked him to step down, and he has clearly said he will not do that. Right. So... And, so, and that's kind of them dealing with their own monster, right? Sure. You know, I mean, you've got the Marjorie, you've got the Matt Gateses, right? Like, you didn't put any pressure on Matt Gates when he was being investigated um, to step down, and nothing happened, right? And so now you're stuck with them. You didn't put any pressure on Marjorie Taylor Greene with all her, all her bullshit, Lauren Boebert, any of them. And so now you've created this monster where people are going even outside of the MAGA nonsense, Right and doing just their own nonsensical bullshit. Now you have no way whatsoever to rein them in or control them. So now you're stuck with people like George, Sant George, George Santos. Yep. Well, I, again, at least at least you're right. It wasn't for moral or ethical reasons that they're coming, or at least not lying reasons that they're coming after him. But at least his own party is saying enough is enough of this guy. And I believe he said he made fifty-five thousand the year he donated seven hundred thousand dollars to his own campaign. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, maybe made some great moves at the casino and and uh, put it all on on yeah. on thirty three red and hit twice in a row. Um, all right, you brought this to my attention. I don't anything about it, but ATF. Yeah, so the ATF came out um, and you know issued a, I don't know statement, I guess um, that they have they are now classifying pistol braces for AR-15s as if you, so if you have a short, short barrel, uh, like if you have a shorter barreled AR-15 or rifle and you put a pistol brace on it, like those previously were, were classified as, as AR-15 pistols and they were legal and the, the braces used to stabilize, like you could use the brace, put it on your arm. Um, they were developed for uh, uh, veterans who, you know, had damaged arms and limbs and make it easier to shoot. So the ATF came in and said, well, you know what, we're going to change those designations from pistols to short-barreled rifles, and if you have one, you need to now register it um, with the ATF through their system um, as it is now an SBR, short-barreled rifle, um, and you have 120 uh you know, so many days to do so, and if you don't do it, then we're going to come and confiscate it and blah, 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 all that other stuff. Um, and the, the reality is, is that for them to go back, right, and retroactively apply it, right, if you want right. to say that's the move going forward, right, and, you know, go through the registration process and all that other stuff, 
all right, fine. I think it's still shitty. I think it's still a violation of the Second Amendment, but okay, fine. Uh, but this is, this is completely, I think, a violation of the Second Amendment, and it has to be challenged in court. Because now they're going, like, because what they've basically done is... See, uh, some, go, sorry. What they've basically done is said, the thing that we said was fine is no longer fine, and if you have it, then it's now not only not fine, but it's illegal, and it's not just illegal, it's a felony. Right, like so, if you have it and you don't, if you if you have this and you don't do, and you don't go through these steps, continuing to own a thing that we previously said was legal can theoretically put you in jail, right? Like yeah. so, and what it does is it forces a gun registry, which ultimately down the line, if they've got a gun registry and you have to register with it, then ultimately, with the, if you have a registry, then you can go and then you can confiscate, right? And that's that's the path. Now you could say, oh well, it doesn't like why. Why would I think that it won't lead there? What has Joe Biden said in his campaigning? What you, I mean, you've got groups out there that literally would love to go in and kick down doors and use guns to take people's guns from them. So I, I just, I, my biggest issue is, is the registration aspect of it and then classifying it retroactively, applying the classification retroactively to something that was previously said legal. And I think this is a major violation of the Constitution and it has to be challenged in court like, yeah, immediately. Yeah, I mean, challenging in court... I'm, I don't know how the ATF, the ATF is an um, you know an agency that enfor an enforcement agency. Mm -hmm. They don't make laws. Exactly. So they're just deciding we're going to create a. I mean, that's why. Like, how do I even classify? So you're just coming out like I mean, just decided like that's and so like, look, the, the FDA can't make pot legal. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I mean, and or or they can't go. The the FDA can't all of a sudden like if you. You know, people were getting high off strawberries. Can't say, all right, well, strawberries are now illegal. Like that—that's something right. that has to go Congress through Congress or, or state law. So yeah. my question is: All right, GOP, the Republicans, you're in control of Congress. You're going to bring the hammer down on the Democrats and own the libs. Where the fuck are you at? They're investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. Is where they're at. You know, I mean, I, I hear all this Second Amendment bullshit. Rah rah rah. NRA. Where the fuck are you at? They issued a statement, but what are you doing? What, what, do they, what do they say if you, if you happen to read it? I, I mean, they should have said, I mean, they, they should have said all the right things in terms of this is you know, a right, violation yeah, of the Constitution sure. or whatever. So what are you doing? Right? That's my question. Now, also, this came out yesterday. At like okay. two, it came out yesterday at 2.30 p.m. But, I mean, I haven't heard shit about it from Kevin McCarthy. I haven't heard shit about it from any Republican congressman, senator, or whatever, right, that have vowed to protect the Second Amendment and everything. I haven't heard anything from Trump and his fat mouth. Right? right, like so, where are all these where, where are all these people that are going to protect the gun rights? Well, I right? mean, if that, that's a classic tactic, though, right? You release something in the in the afternoon on Friday, knowing no one's going to get to yeah, it. Yeah, it's until... a classic tactic, but it's 2023, so all that sort of I release it on Friday bullshit went out the window, and Trump proved that, right? Because they did dumb shit all the time, like Monday through Sunday, sure, right, and it all got reported on, yeah. you know. So the, the the idea that oh, this is released on Friday, we can't like. Every single, every single congressman, senator, per, whatever, like one, I'm sure got some sort of notification, right, that this occurred. And two, they have the capabilities between smartphones, computers, laptops, like this. And like you're a U.S. congressman, senator, you can call a press conference any fucking time you want. Like using the weekend as an excuse is bullshit. Well, and back to your, back to your previous comment. If the NRA isn't going to spend any money on lawyers because their financial situation sucks, at the very least, they should be rattling the cages of the Matt Gateses and the, the really hardcore Second Amendment folks 
because I don't even. I mean, Matt Gates is. I, uh, yeah, he's, I, I, I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, like I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Ted Cruz or something like that. Yeah, but sure. Point being is like uh, if like I, I I don't really have much many defenses of the GOP, and I've said that if Democrats would just flip their stance on guns, and you know, like they would never lose an election. Um, but where are my gut? Like somebody out there in the government, like some of these congressmen, senators, whatever, and there's even Democrats. Joe Manchin, right? Right. Where are you? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, Bernie Sanders is even like Bernie Sanders is he, like, and that's this is the sort of thing that puts him in a conundrum, right? Because he's all Second Amendment, but he also is all pro gun control and all that other shit because he's straddling the fence, because he's not this great fucking progressive savior that you guys all think he is or whatever. Not you specifically, whatever. but you know what I'm talking about. Um, so I just, I, it's something, it's something to watch. Now, look, the reality is, is that, again, this came out yesterday, came out Friday the 13th, um, which is a nightmare sort of thing that would come out on a Friday the 13th. Um, but, uh, it's something that I'm going to watch closely because I want to, I want to see who's actually out there fighting for the second amendment, right? And there's going to be plenty of people that agree with this and that you're a gun control advocate or whatever. And I don't have time for you, right? Because you're like, and, and here's the reality. Our gov- you got people like George fucking Santos in Congress, okay? The reality is is that the stability of our country is is has never been under more direct threat, I in my personal opinion than it has than it is right now. I don't believe that we get this resolved with meetings coming together in the middle and having like a big kumbaya moment where we figure everything out and we stop fighting. This ends in fucking blood. Right, like so. Unfortunately, that's the, you're gonna have to resolve that with guns. Sorry, it just is what it is. Right, probably not tomorrow, and maybe not ten years. Maybe maybe not in ten years, but it, it, it's coming. Um, and it may not come. It's not gonna come in classic, you know, right. line formation, yeah. shooting muskets across the street from each other. But you're gonna have instances where you're gonna need to be able to defend yourself, and you're gonna need more than a fucking lever shotgun um you know now that being said if they can't do this the right way and figure it out and actually protect the constitution and then you know the dems and left come in like and the idea that they want to come anyway if they can't figure it out that way then you know well again i i the things i'm hung up on are enforcement agencies don't make laws they enforce existing laws so how they get to reset the rules for themselves confuses me in the past like when the, the can, even you can even make that argument with the EPA, right? With some of the, with some of the rules that they've issued, and you're just like, okay, so we now all have to abide by this, and Congress has no say in it. Um, you know, how's, how's that different, right? I mean, um, yeah. Well, again, the EPA doesn't do a lot of enforcement. Like, well, EPA the, agents don't knock right, down doors exactly. Like, the, I mean, but. But the, the, the EPA, does, like, they issue these rules yeah, that we all of. have to abide by. It, ATF is issuing a rule. The difference is that, like, now you've got, like, they, the problem is that ATF, I know ATF agents, right? Yeah. And they are very well-trained. I mean, most of them are well-trained military guys, right? Sure. And they do go and knock on doors, and they will come and take your shit. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. so, I mean, like, so the EPA doesn't, may not have that arm of guy come in and kick down your door, but also the EPA shouldn't be making rule like, it should have to go through Congress, right? And I'm not saying it because I'm anti-environment guy. What I'm saying is that there is a fucking process that we have, like, how our government is designed, right? We, we shouldn't have all these agencies just saying, you can and you can't do this. Like, if, if it's going to be a law 
or it's going it, to like, and there's going to be penalties for it that hurt people if they do them, then it needs to go through the proper channels, which is fucking Congress. Sorry. Agreed. Agreed. Well, and whether and, it's the and, EPA and, or the ATF or the well, FDA and, or whoever you like or don't like. And the, I think the big point is, I agree with you that the, the problem here is that they're trying to retrospectively and, and, and for something. Yeah, I mean, because, I, like, listen, my, my statement on where the country is going is, like, I, 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 should, I probably shouldn't have gone down that road, right? Like, I, just, I, I do believe it. Um, and worst case to worst, uh, you know, if you lose your guns in a boating accident, then so be it. You know what I mean? That's, that's you know, air quotes. I, yeah, I understand. Um, but I do have very, very, I, I've got strong issues with an agency coming out and saying, this thing you have is now illegal, can be confiscated, and can ultimately end you in jail without that going through Congress, it being retroactively applied to something that was previously determined to be legal and okay and perfectly fine to purchase. Um, it just, it, it all, it, it, it's all very... It, it, it's got, yeah. your, it's got your, uh, your, your ears perked up, and we got to keep an eye on it. I mean, I, again, I, I'm, I just learned about this today from you. So... It, to me, it seems like agents, uh, you know, enforcement agencies can't just say we're doing this now. Maybe they can and say it's up to the courts to challenge us. Well, you're going to lose because yeah, that's like the FDA saying, um, you know what? We've decided that um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories are class three drugs, and if you have them, they're illegal. You need to turn them in, and if you don't. Then someone's gonna come in your house, kick in your door, take them in, and you're gonna be charged with a felony. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of if they could actually do that or the, because or they, let's say, or the fact, FDA let's, classifies those. Well, let's just say the DEA. Okay. Right. The DEA. Right. Drug Enforcement Agency. Sure. You know what? Yep. Uh, Aleve is now uh, a class three drug, and it's like, well, you can't do that. Well, we did, and we're gonna come to your door, and we're gonna take your Aleve, and you're gonna hit, hit with a felony. Right. That this is what they're doing. Right. Well. It was literally legal yesterday. That when yeah, I no, this. no. I'm, I'm again. I'm I'm trying to think my way through this because I think the FDA would have the ability to schedule something, yeah, and then true. and then yeah. you know the 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 federal code does not say marijuana, cocaine, whatever. It says schedule FDA one drug. So use. okay, all right, but yeah, don't the, get hung up on that. Just, okay, okay, yeah. Again, no. Federal agency coming in saying something that was legal now is not legal, and if you have it, we're not going to grandfather it in. We're going to say, now they're saying, like, all you got to do is register it, right? Which I believe the registry aspect is the violation of the Second Amendment, right? We cannot have a gun registry. If you have a gun if you have a gun registry, that leads to confiscation. Leading to confiscation is the ultimate violation of the Second Amendment. Also, that is pretty much the end of the country as well, a democracy and as right. a republic. I, I, I don't agree with that. I don't you don't agree with I, what? That a registration is the end of democracy. It absolutely, a gun I, registry is absolutely the end of your democracy. Absolutely. Right. Because I, I, I don't do. agree. Because, why? Because then you get someone, like Joe Biden has already said it, right? He said that he wants to take, he literally wants to take guns out of people's homes, right? He's got multiple sound bites you can find that that's easy to find, right? So if you have, if I have to now register any weapon that I own, right, which is the direction that they want to go, and there's multiple bills, like these bills can't get passed, and we don't have to worry about them with the way the Congress is set up right now. There's multiple people who have bills that are sitting there that nobody will pass or put to the floor that would literally go in and take people's, people's guns out of their houses. <clears throat> so if you put a situation in where I now have to register what the weapons that I have, that it can, it, because you're not, right now, by law, they're not allowed to have an actual registry. But what they're trying to do is sidestep that. So if they can sidestep it, 
And then they can have an actual, and then they can just justify it and say, well, we need to know with all these different types of rifles, which ones are out there. Right. It's like, well, why do you need to know which ones are out there? Well, in, I can tell you this. Why do they need to know which ones are out there? For the same reason they need to know what cars are out there. Why? Because vehicles impact people around you and having them safe and having them, you know, operable and on the, you know. And so do you remember a few years back the story we did? The story we I'm, talked about? You're going to have to give me more information than that. And the focus was in Philadelphia. And one of the biggest issues in Philadelphia was that the police were going in and taking people's cars and like repossessing people's cars in their houses, accusing them of drug crimes that they didn't commit, taking their cars and then reselling them. I don't remember that story, but I mean, that, that, that's okay. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fair point. Um, I... I like I lived in New York State. I owned handguns in New York State, and I had to register. I have uh, somewhere in this house is my New York State pistol permit, which has every handgun I legally owned in New York State. Truth be told, I had other handguns that I brought in from Ohio that New York State didn't know about. I'm no longer there. Um, you know, and Kathy Hochul and I would get along great because she's a Western New Yorker, so I'm feeling safe. But um, I, I, I also I, registering I, a car is different, right? Registering a car, you know, on the street. Things happen, whatever. People use their cars in an right. everyday situation. Like I have a gun that never has to necessarily leave my house and is there perfectly for self-defense, right? Like it's it's a it, like they're they're yeah. apples to oranges sort of comparisons and situations. No, definitely. Um, and look, shall not be infringed, right? Pretty simple. Again, well, I right. Mean, I mean, like how you want to interpret it is fine. Um, I'm going to interpret it in the way that's most beneficial to me. <laughs> Frankly, all right, right, all right. and I'm, I'm it, now look, it, it's not something, I, it's not something that I'm just gonna let go and sweep under the rug and say, all right, well, we agree to disagree. Like, I mean, I think you can say, I don't think that the X, Y, and Z is going to happen, but you look at places where you know they've taken some of these more drastic measures, and, and the U.S. is just different than all but those places. I, I can tell, I can tell you a story that actually reinforces your point. A very good friend of mine, my friend of my family, got. Uh, in New York State, got into a fight with a guy. He was running with his dog, and the guy shot a leaf blower in his dog's face, and they got into a disagreement that led to some punches being thrown. The guy that my friend punched <laughs> um, was like the nephew of a sheriff or something. So he gets charged with a crime. I think it was assault. And within a few weeks, police came to his house and said, you have... Receive, you own these handguns. We want you to surrender them, which he had to ultimately do. And it took him roughly two years of legal battles for him to get them back. So that that was a case in point of what you were saying. Now, that was New York State, not the federal government, but the federal government is more armed and more scary. So, I mean, uh, that was in reaction to him being charged with a crime. And again, ultimately, the story came out and nothing came of it. But what you just described did happen. And he didn't... <laughs> Lock his doors, and by the way, he lives in a super affluent suburb of New York. So the idea that he would go uh, Branch Davidian would just, in my opinion, is hilarious. Those bay windows are great until you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, but we'll stay on this topic because I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah, I mean, look, if you don't care, you don't care. It's fine. Um, not you. I'm just no. saying in general. Um, I think you know a lot of people uh, lean more towards more gun regulation, and you know are probably less worried about gun confiscation and everything else and i just i look at history 
I look at and I'm like, look, man, I, I just I, I don't fall into that camp. You won't convince me. Um, you know, I just think this country is a violent country. No doubt about that. And it was born of violence. It's maintained its freedom through violence. Um, and that's not going to change no matter how many, you know, how progressive you want to be. It's just not. Um, and I just, I don't like what I hear a lot. Out, I don't like a lot of what I hear that comes from the progressive camp and the way um, there's certain things that they want you to force people to accept and to do, but then they also really want to take away people's guns because I feel like if they can take people away people's guns, like here's the thing, I'll tell you this right now. One of the main reasons they just didn't go door to door and just force people to take vaccinations is because of the gun laws in this country. Right. There are people who absolutely would have love to just say you got to do it. Right. Like they would have forced people to do it right against their will and to take it right now. Look, I'm vaccinated. I don't think that would have happened, but I see your I see your point. Look, there's a lot of things that you don't think would have happened that are unfathomable. But the, the bottom line is I mean, part of the reason is in this. Now, listen, you got a lot of crazy motherfuckers. And there's plenty of people that I'm like, eh, they probably should absolutely not have them. But the reality is, is that they do, right? You got more guns in this country than people. You got more guns in this fucking house than you got people. Well, that's that a, there's right two now. people in this house. Right. If I had three guns, which maybe I do, maybe I don't. Um, you only got three? No, I said if I had three. Okay. There's one on the wall right here. So <laughs> I'm just and saying like two others. So right, yes. I mean, and you, and you don't know. And while people are just like, that's so scary and dangerous. But guess who else it's scary and dangerous for, right? Which it, it, it's a certain level of check imbalances where you don't, maybe you don't like it, but man, if and when it's gone, you are going to regret that it's not there. I'm just telling yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, look, I'm not looking to turn over any of my guns. I've done nothing wrong with them. Um, but I just object to the statement that... Go to know, China. What's that? Go to China. No. <laughs> I was saying, I mean, like, that's a society, no. they don't got guns. Go ahead, go to China. You know, I don't know. I mean, I know that the gun laws in China are insanely strict. I'm, I'm guessing it's where if you're extraordinarily wealthy, you get them, and if you're not, you don't. And that's the way it is in a lot of countries. And countries like England, you know, people say there's no guns in England. Yes, there are. They're just incredibly expensive and very difficult to get. Like, I've worked with a guy who's British and getting a, a side-by-side well, it's interesting shotgun. Because it's interesting who has the guns in Europe because it's not just it's not wealthy people. <laughs> No, but you they spend a lot of money on it, though. No, they do spend a lot of money, and they are insanely hard to get, but a lot, like, just talking to the people that I know, it's like, it's, yeah. you know. It's I mean, some... the guy who I was talking to was a salesman, and I forget what I was buying from him, but, uh, but yeah, I think he paid 20 grand for a side-by-side shotgun. <sighs> now, there's fancy shotguns, but yeah. 20 fucking grand, come on. Um, all right, we got to move on, because I can't wait to get this, we're, you know, we're going to crush, crush down time, and... You told me who announced themselves as a candidate for the head of the RNC. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pretend I knew this prior to you telling me, so go for it. Um, I mean, it, it, it makes perfect sense that Mike Lindell would decide that he should just run the RNC, uh, which is the Republican National Committee. But Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy, the Trump sycophant, the insane human... Um, you know, former addict that replaced drugs with religion and nonsense, uh, just feels that he should just run the RNC 
And if if he does, then he'll fix the country. Um, now, I don't think he's got a snowball chance in hell. And when I heard this, when I was driving down the street, I literally almost drove off the road because I laughed out loud. Um, but yeah, that's where we're at. Mike Lindell, head of the RNC, potentially. So part of me says, please <laughs> let this happen. And the other part of me says... I watched Idiocracy not that long ago. This could actually happen. And if this guy... You know, Mike Lindell is a very troubled human being. Yeah. Uh, and I'm... And, and a part of me is... I've met that guy so many times in my life. Where they're, they used to be drug addicts or hardcore alcoholics or whatever. And they just completely give their life to God. And they believe that everything they do exudes pure righteousness because they've seen the light. And... They're they're different than the likes of of Rush Limbaugh and 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 you know, Laura Ingram who are just you know doing a character to make a shit ton of money. Mike Lindell believes what he says. He's fucking nuts, but he's genuine, and maybe that's more scary. So again, part of me wants to say, please put this clown at the front of the you know circus and <clears throat> and let this jump off the tracks the way it surely will. But there is that part of me that worries. If it jumps off the tracks, does it take the whole country down with it? Yeah, I mean, I you know, because the head of RNC is is the person who's going to direct where money goes in campaigns and things like that. Sure. And Mike Lindell is definitely going to direct money to you Donald know, J. Some, Trump. <laughs> some really well, obviously Donald Trump, but then you know, candidates that align sure. with his worldview, which his worldview is is. Uh, you know, basically. Quirky. Let's go with quirky. I was going to go, probably looks like a toilet bowl after a, a taco night, but sure, whatever. Sorry, um, I'm not as eloquent as... Same <laughs> difference. Um, you know, so I, I just, I, I, it's, it would be really dangerous to put a guy like that into that position, because it is a position of power. Um, the seat right now is held by Rona McDaniel, who is the niece of Mitt Romney. Um, and so, you know, there's right. issues with you know, people, Republicans have issues with her and, you know, her relationship to him and, and, you know, like, and I think the issue with Rona McDaniel is that she, you know, she's, she's actually good at her job. Um, I, I, you know, I disagree with her about, pre, I'm sure with pretty much everything, but she, she did a pretty good job managing the situation considering the situation position that Trump put her in and, you know, people like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and everything else. So being able to manage all that shit show, um, it, you know, and, and still come out in one piece is in and of itself probably deserves some pat, of, pat on the back. Um, but that being said, like, I, I, as much as I would love to see her out of that role, I definitely don't want to see her replaced with, with this guy. I mean, because there is the initial comedic value absolutely right? but then there's the reality that he again he's going to be directing where spending is where right. it goes and could put some really dangerous people uh you know in in other dangerous people in positions of power and we just can't have that right and and to your point we're talking about it now because this is probably as far as it's going to go i, I think there, so. i i if if it gets beyond the point of just a punchline then we're already fucked Yes. If, if he is actually in the running and Republicans split 70-30 against him, if 30% of the Republican Party that votes for this role says, yeah, he's our guy, we're fucked. Yeah. Um, all right. I just, we had to get that out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now I'm, I'm, my mind is changing. Like, you know, it's probably too dangerous for me to even have this comedic moment. Um, 
an article we put in our in our Slack account was uh, the Missouri um, House of Representatives is looking to Im- impose a dress code where women are not allowed to wear sleeveless outfits in in the uh, state house. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got some thoughts on this. Um, I'll I mean, throw to you the first. Are, I mean, if the, the only thought on it is this is utterly ridiculous, um, and it's backwards. It's misogynistic it's trap i mean like who like one who why who gives a fuck who get like who sits there and thinks about what other people are wearing like look as long as you're wearing clean clothes that are uh, business casual or business whatever right um i don't show your arms i don't care i mean like i I don't care if even if you i i just this is the sort of thing where if you're a moderate, if you're an independent, like this is the sort of thing where you you really have to push back on GOP. Like this is like this is we just can't this we can't have this bullshit. I, if I'm a Democratic member of the House in Missouri and I'm a, you know, a, a male congressman, state congressman, I'm showing up in a tank top. Yeah, I'm Jim Trafficant, formerly formerly represented your district, used to literally make a mockery out of the dress code, and I think it was completely calculated. Like you showed up in like jean jean jackets with the sleeves cut off, I think. And... No, it wasn't calculated. That's just how Jim dressed. Okay, well you knew him better than me. Yeah, but he... well, I thought it was, I thought it was more of a fuck you guys. We, yeah, you're doing well, your shit. We thought that too, but no, he that's just he didn't <laughs> understand. Like he literally didn't like understand that. His polyester fucking leisure suit from 1976 was like not really appropriate to wear on the fucking house oh, floor. floor. All right, like, I, I it was actually was... kind of remarkable. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you're this oblivious. <laughs> I mean, like, did you see his hair? Oh yeah, like, but you, I think it was you who told me the hair was a calculated move. No, the hair, his wife cut his right. hair, well, and he wouldn't. I mean, he would like he would. She was the only person he would let cut his hair, and we're like, bro, like, what are you? Doing like what? She does a great job. Like oh, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so but, but, uh, so, all right, so but to your point, aside. like yeah, I mean, like, any I mean, chance like, I can bring that up and doing it? Him in this situation actually would be great because he he would show up with a fucking tank top. Um, but not nah, any law about dress code that is gender specific is just absurd. Yeah, it's it's just absurd. I mean, come on, I I. I do you think this stems at all from the Michelle Obama, the famous Michelle Obama sleeveless dress? Because they lost their minds over that. Maybe it just—I—I I, I don't know. I—I I think. Look, the as much as I, you know, some of the, you know, progressive feminists, you know, oh, they just want to control women. They just want to control women. Like, I, you know, some of that I don't listen to because, like, a lot of times people are just screaming whatever the person next to them is screaming without any way to back it up or any sort of information. But I don't know how you can, between the the Dobbs decision with the Supreme Court, the number of states that quickly and immediately moved to ban abortion, and not only ban right. abortion, but then punish women for any sort of activity related to it. right. Right, I mean, you know, you talk about women that are afraid to Google, uh, uh, birth control. you know, prenatal care because they're afraid that someone from their state is going to kick in their door, um, and now you've got this bullshit in Missouri. Like, how, how then now, how can you, in good conscience, not think that these people just want to control women? 
right? Well, you uh, don't show us, and what's the reasoning behind it, right? Is it does it really? If you're less distracted by a woman's bare arms, right, I don't like, want you to. Uh, so the a, right to a, bare a arms, Congress, right? Like a, a congresswoman in Missouri, seeing her arms is that distracting to you? You right. can't do your job, so you need to make right. What's the what's the reasoning behind it? And and honestly, don't come to me with any modesty bullshit. Do not come to me with any modesty bullshit. All right, things were really modest in. The 50s. Congratulations. Right. You know what was also going on in the 50s? Segregation was really cool. Right? You guys all thought segregation was great. Right? So I don't give a fuck about your modesty bullshit. I don't give a fuck about your religious bullshit on why women, sex, and whatever. Everybody fuck. I don't care if you walk around naked. Fuck that. Like, this is insane. Right? That you get in 2023, you have to, oh, you need to cover your arms and cover your caps and can't see this and can't see that it's a distraction to the men and it's it's not it's not pure whatever the fuck like i mean you hear you hear you heard people saying handmaid's tale handmaid's tale handmaid's tale and you're like calm down it's not that it's not that and then they get shit like this right, right. where it's just like all right well uh i mean Right, so first of all, my right to bear arms, B-A-R-E, was a good I'm joke. Not was a good it. joke. You can choose to ignore good humor if you want. Um, the uh, no, but seriously, it, 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 if you want, if this is what you want, then you probably might as well be pro Taliban. I mean, I know that's an, ex- an extension, but look at what's going on in Iran right now. Iran is literally a woman violated their decency code or whatever by not wearing her headscarf correctly, got arrested, and ended up dying in custody. And there have been multiple protests and hundreds of deaths as a result of that. This is not that, but it's in that direction. And you know what? If, if a woman wants to show up in a bikini and does her job, then next time she gets up for re-election, if you think that that's an inappropriate way, use that in your campaign. But in office, dress however the fuck you want. You should respect the office. I mean, if someone showed up, yeah, and, I mean, fine, respectfully. But, but, but there doesn't need to be a law. Like we don't. It doesn't need to be a law. And whether a woman can do a job in short sleeves or long sleeves, like it doesn't matter. And why is it only applied to women? That, that's that's the crazy right? part. Like I mean, because I like frankly, like because Jim Jordan in Ohio wears short sleeve button down shirts. Right. Right. We're that should be banned. <laughs> Right, like I would absolutely support that being banned because I think short sleeve button down shorts are, shirts are ridiculous. Um, but like, <laughs> why is it not like it, at minimum at least make it across the board? Right, right. right. Like I mean, like to you, specify gender, right? Is to just specify gender is, is a problem. But Jim, what I'll say is, you know, you just went to me and was just like, oh well, I don't think a registry leads to gun confiscation, right? Well, I'm sure there's plenty of women who went into Congress who didn't anticipate that they were going to get hit with a law that says you can't show your arms, right? These people can't be fucking trusted, right? These people the can't way, be trusted to make fucking sane, rational decisions. When you were making that point earlier, I was surprised you didn't go with Dobbs because, well, because the, you know, the, the Roe v. Wade was considered settled law, established yeah. law. And then, and I think a lot, we talked about But this, that's different. That's the Supreme Court, right? If this decision came down from the Supreme Court to make this decision, then... We're in Taliban territory. Okay. Well, no, but I mean, if the, you know, if the, because the court then remanded back to the court, or back to the states, states or whatever, okay, and sure. they're going to have to go through that process. Well, this is a state thing, though. But I'm going back to the okay. gun thing. Okay, right? okay. Like, that's where the difference is, right? Okay. But what I'm saying is, like, where I'm making the connection with the gun thing is, like, look, 
I don't trust these people to make sane, rational decisions. I don't trust them on the right or the left to make the sane, rational decision. If I could trust that the gun, that the anti-gun community or the gun control community or whatever would be safe and rational and would stop at safe and rational, okay. I don't trust that, which is why I don't want any of it, right? Like, like I don't trust you to stop in the middle. Therefore, I'm not trusting, I'm, I'm not engaging with you, right, on this when it comes to the gun thing. Right? And now these people have shown that these fucking dipshits can't be trusted. Right? When it comes like when it comes to just common sense rational, like why is who was thinking about this? Right? Like who who was just like you know what? those arms? You know, you, right? Like you know, I just don't understand how we're even here. Like who like I wanna know who brought this. Absolutely. I wanna know who brought it. And, and I wanna I like I, I like I, I want you to walk me through the fucking process of getting to a law that bans women from fucking showing their arms. I want to know. And, and I, I want to run the campaign of the person that runs against that person. Right. Because I want to say, okay, you were representing the people of the state of Missouri, and you felt that we should spend time on whether or not you can see bare biceps and triceps. We, we, you know, we've had all kinds of issues in the state. You know what's interesting? Dana Loesch, who's you know, pro-Second Amendment, but she was the one talking about Herschel Walker, where she was like, she didn't care about how many abortions she had. Right. She just wanted power, right? Right. She's from Missouri. I and do I've not seen, know that. that I've seen sense. her many times sleeveless, right? She's a second gun, Second Amendment gun. You know, she's out there shooting in a tank top, whatever. Right. Um, she, but she she's does not her, in the state she does her show, But listen, she does a lot of lobbying, everything else. My question is, if she were in uh, the state house in Missouri, right, how would she feel about this, right? Would she... You know, fold up and be like, ah, yeah, I totally agree with this. Like, would she buy into it and just stick to the narrative, right? Or all of a sudden, does she have to call a spade a spade? That's what I'm just curious. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what she would do, right? Because, again, you can't fucking trust any of these people. Right. No, you, you know, that's a great point because... Dana Loesch, in a large part, she's a you know, huge advocate for the Second Amendment. She loves... But she also does for lack of a better word, sexualize it, right? She's always a very, very attractive woman, like you said, wearing tank tops. I mean, know. a woman wearing a tank top, like, not see, now, God damn it, Jim. Yeah, like, a woman wearing a tank top shouldn't be sexual. Like, you, you make it sexual. Like, she's just wearing a tank top because she's outside shooting. Right? Okay. I've seen plenty of guys do it, too. Sure. Right, where maybe they're only, all they're wearing is just their plate protector with, like, no sleeves. Like, so, wearing a tank top, male okay. or female, okay. isn't sexual. But, okay, fine. But t- take the tank top away. She utilizes her looks as yes. part of her brand. Yes, she absolutely okay. does. Which, uh, which is fine. Yes, it, 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 it is but fine. But if she gets so, told, you can't, you know... Tone do, it down. Yeah. Right? Tone it down. Right? I'd, be, I'd be curious to see how she right. responds like, where, where does her strong... I'm a strong, independent woman clash with her. I'm a super tight conservative. Follow the narrative. I want conservative power. Like, where do, what's the nexus? What's the Venn diagram? For all that, when do you push back against your own people other than when they're not saying exactly what you want them to say? I don't know. All right. Um, we're running out of time, but there was a uh, situation in a Houston uh, taqueria, a casual dining establishment, where a diner was at his table. A man walks in with a gun, uh, robs multiple uh, customers. Literally, these people are on the floor, coughing up money, hiding under tables, terrified and one of the patrons um while this gunman is in the store but kind of walking away from him draws his handgun fires three times killing the gunman now the gun turned out to be a bb gun which i will state right now is absolutely irrelevant a lot of bb guns look like real guns and if you're in that situation you don't have time to you know 
have him fire a test shot. Um, I don't know what I would do in that guy's situation. I don't think he acted unreasonably. The only thing that I think he's going to get in trouble for is uh, he left the scene, and he left the scene in a vehicle that probably took all of five seconds to identify. He ultimately was a beat-up old flatbed pickup truck, so it didn't... I mean, it was pretty distinct looking. Um, but in my opinion, I, I, you know, I don't know that... I'm going to say he did the right thing. I don't know that he, you know, did the wrong thing. I don't know what I would have done. But from a legal perspective, I don't see him getting in any trouble, and I really don't think he should. <clears throat> no, he shouldn't. And I think, um, if anything, he might have, like, an obstructing... Yeah, uh, leaving the scene. Right, uh, whatever. But, I mean, it's not... Like, uh, it's... Listen, he... He's definitely not gonna like. It's not. It's not facing a murder charge or whatever. I mean, I think you genuinely have a situation of old school cowboy, just sort of like, well, here's a problem. Here's a solution. I was done eating anyway. See you kids later, and I'm off. Right? Yeah, maybe. And you know, like, sure, maybe there was some calculation. Like, who knows? Maybe the guy has a warrant or something like that. Uh, outstanding warrant, or maybe he shouldn't be driving because right. he got, I, I don't know. Right. I mean, like, maybe there was a good reason why or, he left the or scene. Maybe I he thought, I just want to get away from this. I don't want to get deal with a police yeah. coming and shooting me. Right. I mean, I, I, who knows? Um, it'll be interesting to see if they track him down, what they do. Oh, he, his lawyer's actually already contacted the police. Oh, they have? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's, he's yeah, he, he's his lawyer's made statements saying, oh, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a, look, I, I yeah, you know, I think if if I were in that situation and I'm the shooter, then I would definitely stay. Um, but it's interesting that he left. But then it's also interesting that he got reached lawyers out. and yeah. then they reached out. So well, I don't, and who knows? I'm maybe, sure he realized there, it's not. Or, not or be it could be a situation like maybe he's got a kid, like a daughter or something, where they were just like, "Dad, like you can't just shoot people and walk away." We've like, talked oh, about this, Dad. Right? We've talked, Dad. We come on now, just breakfast. So I don't know. All right. Well. Um, you know, I don't. I, I was thinking about this and again. What would I do? And I would say this: once you draw your gun, you're pot committed. You are. You're in because if you pull your gun out and that guy pivots on you, you've got to assume he's going to shoot at you, and you pretty much don't have a choice well, at once, that point. Once, listen, I, I put it this way: once someone, you know, comes into an establishment to rob people, whatever the people in there do to eliminate that person as a threat, it's fair game in my book. Okay. Right, you go in yeah. there with a the gun. I don't care if the gun is fake. Which right? you got, right. I don't, absolutely I don't, irrelevant. Right, I mean, whether it's again, I can't right. like I, I'm, I'm not, like I'm not. Fuck you. You're not right. killing me. I don't care if it's a fake gun or not. Like, don't come in there with a fake gun. Right, you know. But you come in there with any sort of weapon, right? Like you come in there with a baseball bat or whatever. You know, yeah. whatever. Um, it is what it is. But I just, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel the same way. Right. All right. That's it. But I gotta go. All right. We are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We're done.